Welcome to the Every Believer Confident Podcast. My name is Mark Farnham. I'm the founder and director of Apologetics for the Church, a weekend training ministry to help the average Christian become confident that he or she can share their faith effectively with unbelievers. Today we're talking about authority in apologetics. That is, when we encounter and have conversations with unbelievers, what is our authority in our message of the gospel? Uh, In our world today, there's a lot of authorities that are widely recognized and respected, whether it's scientists, philosophers, maybe even politicians. And those people are given instant credibility and are often treated as infallible authorities. And while these are necessary and good aspects of our culture, uh, we do want to clarify that they are not ultimate authorities when it comes to truth. Rather, our authority rests in God, beginning with the triune God who created this world and condescended to come down to be with us, uh, all the way through the scriptures, which God has given to us as an authoritative guide for truth. And so when we share the gospel, we are sharing the good news of Jesus Christ in the authority of God himself. Jesus said in the Great Commission, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. And so we go forth sharing that good news, knowing that God is with us. Uh, In contrast to worldly authorities, um, God's authority is not limited. God's authority is not flawed. One authority that people often turn to in discussions about truth is science. And science is a wonderful tool from God to know the natural world. But sometimes people invest way too much authority in science as if it had the answers for all things. And yet science has many limitations. Let me just name a few. First of all, science constantly overturns uh, previous pronouncements that were considered to be uh, rock-solid evidence or rock-solid fact. Secondly, science can only deal admittedly with the natural world. Scientists admit we don't know how to deal with the um, immaterial world. And for some scientists, that's proof that there is no immaterial world, but that really is not a good argument for that. Thirdly, even experts in the same areas of science disagree with one another. In other words, there is not universal consensus uh, in uh, many areas of science. And uh, so science is a wonderful tool, but it is not an ultimate authority. Rather, God himself, who has revealed himself, is our ultimate authority when we go forth and share the good news of Christ. And he's not only the authority, he is the power behind it. The Holy Spirit is the active, dynamic, supernatural power behind the transformation that takes place in salvation. That is, when a person hears the gospel and repents of their sin and puts faith in Christ, this is not a moral decision. Rather, it is a supernatural transformation by the Holy Spirit of that person's heart to regenerate them, give them a new heart, forgive their sin, justify them, and begin the process of sanctification. And therefore, God is the one who saves, and we go forth in his authority. The question is often raised, what role does the Holy Spirit play in apologetics? Well, the Holy Spirit is the power and the ultimate persuasion behind apologetics. I learned this well at Westminster Seminary from uh, people such as Scott Oliphant and Greg Bonson and Cornelius Van Til, who recognize that our authority and our power is not in our arguments, It's not necessarily in the evidence for the Christian faith. Rather, it is in the Holy Spirit himself 
who is the one who brings to repentance and regenerates a dead heart. Secondly, prayer is important. Um, Some people say, what role does prayer play? Well, prayer plays an important part in the sense that sometimes people are not open to the gospel. And all you can do is pray that their hearts would be softened, that their hearts would be brought to repentance, that the Holy Spirit would work in their hearts. And so these two aspects of evangelism and apologetics, the Holy Spirit and prayer, are so critical. And yet we don't simply throw up our hands and say, well, we'll just rely on prayer and the Holy Spirit. We won't do anything ourselves. Now, in combination with 1 Peter 3, where we are told to always be prepared and to work to grow in our ability to give an answer and answer objections to the Christian faith, we do that. We work hard to prepare knowing that prayer is the power that changes the heart. The Holy Spirit is the one who brings to repentance and opens the eyes of the spiritually blind. And so God uses all these things. But one of the joys of knowing about the power of prayer and the Holy Spirit is to be reminded that I am not the one who seeks to ultimately transform or convert or change unbelievers. God has promised his power. Uh, God has given his presence in the apologetic encounter so that while I am doing my best to provide answers and defend the Christian faith, I'm trusting entirely in the supernatural work of God. And that relieves pressure on me. I'm not the one trying to change this person. God's Holy Spirit does that. And therefore, I do my part in defending the faith, and God does his part. I hope that's an encouragement to you. This has been another episode of Every Believer Confident with Mark Farnham. May God bless your day.